Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of the Overcomfort Podcast. I am your host, Jenica. Thank you guys so much for being here and watching and listening from wherever you guys are at. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. I'm super excited for today's guest. We have the gorgeous Blanca Yvette, or Hi. better known, Yvette XO. You've always gone by Yvette, or you just like love no, I, well, my family calls me Blanca. Uh -huh. That's my name. Right. Um, but I've actually always kind of like not been a fan of my name for some really? reason. I think it's just because, you know, between you and I, growing <laughs> up, um, I was kind of bullied. For being for, Blanca? No, or like people would be like, why is your name Blanca if you're not white? <laughs> you know, what? so like they would, yeah, like little kids would actually like say comments like that to me growing up. So I feel like as I grew older, I'm like, you just like, hated just, it. I just didn't like my name. Right. So then that's kind of where Eva. Well, I think from. it's beautiful. Thank you. I like Thank it. You. I've grown to love I it now. Yvette, and I'm like, <laughs> whatever. Either way, and then you just chose Yvette because. What's my middle name? I love that. Yeah, it's cute. Okay. Well. You've been a high request, and I'm so happy that you were able to come because we were going back and forth about this schedule, but I'm so happy that you're able to be here. How are you feeling? Are you nervous? I am. Everybody's having a little bit of anxiety, but you've been making me feel really comfortable, <laughs> okay, so thank good. you for having me. No, I want you to feel good. You're in a safe space. We're not going to talk about anything crazy. You already know all the questions, yeah. and I just want to have like a genuine conversation with you because I just feel like a lot of people get misunderstood. Um, a lot of the guests that come to are very misunderstood and kind of gives like a open insight of their life and like who they are and how they started and where they come from. So I'm going to pass the mic to you. I kind of want to know where you were born, who is Blanca, where, yeah, where she was born, how you grew up, how you got into social media, all that good stuff. So I actually was born in Stockton, California, Right. Um, up north. It's a small big town. And right. I like to say that just because it's a big town, but everybody knows everyone there. Right. 
Um, but I grew up up north, and I am the youngest of five children. I have two brothers and two sisters, oh which a lot of people actually don't know. I feel like they think it's just me and my sister because yeah. we're the only ones that are like. You're the only one that you post her. Yes. She's the only I one post her because she lets me. Like, right. she likes to be. Not everybody's a fan of, like, being online. So she actually likes me posting her on the internet. And my other siblings are a little bit more private. They're definitely a little bit more mm-hmm. to themselves. But I am the youngest of five. Um, growing up, as far as, like, with them, it was definitely not – I guess your normal childhood like they weren't siblings to me they were more like mm. extra parents okay um the age you're difference the baby. yes and okay. the age difference between my brother and myself is about seven about six to seven years wow. so then my other siblings it's like 10 plus years um so when I grew up it was kind of like I had like four other parents that I had to listen to I had to like always be, I was always lectured by them <laughs> like why are you doing this especially because my mom was a single mom so wow. um, I really didn't get to spend a lot of time like with her she was always working she was always like um, you know just just trying to like make a living for us so my siblings were like my parents wow. so if I was like not behaving or something was going wrong they were on was, your ass about it it was them especially my sister and I feel like we've grown a lot now where it's like a more of a sister bond right but in the beginning was it hard to like create that balance because with me my older sister was always my mom too and I'm just like okay I got to a point where I'm just I wanted her to be my sister yeah like okay like let's chill mm-hmm. like I'm at an age I'm like I already know what's right from wrong like don't can you like lean off was it the same for you it was I feel like growing up with her it's kind of funny because now we're so close mm-hmm. like we're Fair. really good just like I am with all my siblings so I feel like um it's it's kind of hard to like show that closeness because I don't really post mm-hmm. the other siblings but we're all super close we're a very like knit type family but with my sister I feel like growing up because she was so like disciplined with me mm. um it kind of made me feel like she was like just hating on me <laughs> like she was like always trying to like she was p- nitpicking yes like everything was if I had to go somewhere like say I wanted to hang out with my friends or I wanted to go my mom would never be like okay let her go she was like if your sister says yes then you can go okay. and I always had to make sure like I was like on her good side because she'd be like no I don't want to but now as I've grown I've definitely now realized why she was like that with me because it was always like maybe the wrong friend group or like say I was going out with like a boy or something she just didn't wasn't a fan and she was like no I don't think you should do that so now I know it's like she just had my best interest at heart and now that we're older I mean now she can't punk me you know so now we're like now we're like try me now I'm like try me because now she's like you don't listen to me and I'm like well you're not my mother anymore okay like it's it's different but it it was good now we have like a great balance and I feel like in the beginning it's just because I was very in like that teenager stage Mm -hmm, where it's like you think the whole world's against you of course everybody just you know (laughs) why what is my life why am I here I'm like what's going on but um yeah it's been good it's been good now and we're 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 great oh my god so how was it like in school I kind of want to know like did you have a job obviously before social media yeah I I actually started working at 14 so I started working at the flea market, which I think here in LA is called Swamp Meat. Yeah. It's, a, yeah. Yeah, that's it's the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. Okay. So I was working at the Swamp Meat and I remember like I used to make 50 bucks a weekend. And you were Saturday, thriving. So I was thriving <laughs> at 14. I'm like 50 bucks. That's good. <laughs> um, so I was working at the flea market and then from the flea market, I worked at GameStop. I was at GameStop for almost like four years, like all through high school. Oh my God. And from GameStop, I was a waitress at Applebee's and then... Um, I worked at a warehouse at Skechers where I used to oh, do like been everywhere. No, like I've been working since I was 14. Yeah. And uh-huh. then from there, um, I was a bank teller and then okay. from bank teller to banker. Um, I was there for about five years and then social media. Oh my God. 
It was so, like social media and banker at the same time. Okay, so where did that idea idea come out of, like to do social media? I mean, I definitely didn't think it'd be what it is today. Of course. Yeah, of course. when I started, I took my job very serious as far as like me being a banker. Um, if you go back to like a video that I posted when I first started social media, and someone asked me like, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Be 10 years being today. Right. I'm like, well, I'm going to be in corporate. Like I'm going to be like, <laughs> like I'm going to be the runner. Of the no, yeah. I was like, I'm going to be like the CEO, <laughs> like, you know, at like something. Like I, I wanted something to do with like the corporate world, but I didn't think I was going to do social media. Right. That's for sure. I mean, you are CEO. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I felt like it was going to be like, I don't know. I was going to own the bank. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. It was completely different, right. but, um, Social media kind of was like just a fun thing for me to do. And it's funny because when I started social media, nobody knew. Of course. Even Lisa's like when I first met him, I remember the first time I told him, I'm like, um, so I do YouTube videos. And he's just kind of like, uh, what? Like, I'm like, <laughs> like, what is that? Like, nobody understood of it, course, you know? Yeah. Um, but I did it just because I loved it. Like, I loved what I was just putting out for my yeah. audience. I was just picking up the camera and talking to nobody. But it felt like I was talking to somebody. How many followers did you have? At that time, it was pretty big because I was <laughs> it, I wasn't really like known or anything, but I had twenty thousand followers, Dude, and I was insane. like, nobody had followers like of that course. at the time, you know. Right. And then I lost my YouTube channel. No. Yes, and completely lost How? everything. I changed my name on there from my Instagram. My YouTube name used to be Love Yvette. Uh huh. So then I was trying to change it from Yvette XO. So then it like gave me like a system where it was showing hey, if you're changing your name, you're like completely starting a new profile and it completely like took no. me down to zero. Yeah. You were devastated. Was, I was, but it it wasn't my job. So right. like it was like not the end of the world for me. I was yeah. just like, okay, well, you know, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. But... So where did Ulises come into all of this? Because you kind of, you guys kind of grew up together, right? We did. I met Ulises when he was 16 years old. Look at this. He was a baby. <laughs> he was a baby and I was 18 when I met him. And I was like, okay, Aww. I'm not trying to catch Casey here. Oh my God. <laughs> he was a baby when I met him. We met at the mall. Um, we met at the mall and my sister actually was, um, kind of saw him from afar and fell in love with him herself <laughs> and then realized he was only 16 like, years of old. Of course she would. Yeah, he was only 16 and he was like, uh, well, I have a sister. And he was like, oh, there's two of them. Oh. <laughs> but like, hmm. I know, he's like, well, what does the other one look like? But we met at the mall and then from there, uh, we didn't really get serious until he was around like 18, 19 years old. We right. um, saw each other again and started following each other on social media and then from there, the rest is history, you know? Aww. Like, we, he's been there from the start, for sure. And uh, definitely a big push in, like, what I do today. Right. Because I feel like there's nothing that I can, like, emphasize more than, like, having a supportive a part partner. Mm -hmm. I feel like you can do a lot, but if your partner is not supportive of what you do, like, you won't get far, you of know? Because I feel like whenever it comes to, like, having your relationship, that's going to just be a strain, and it's going to be very hard for you to, like, want to do anything it's for like yourself. It's like dragging you. Mm -hmm. Like, completely. Yeah. If he was totally non-supportive and, like, I don't want you to be on Instagram doing right. this, this, or why are you, you posting probably that or where you're at right now. Yeah, and half of the stuff that I post, too, I'm like, you know, like, he's not, he's never one to tell me, like, oh, like, that doesn't look right, or why did you do that, or, like, he never, like, if anything, if I'm always, like, second-guessing myself, he's like, girl, relax. I'm like, you got That's this, so you're fine. And then you had three beautiful babies from I that. I do, three, and counting, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I'm kidding, no. no. Uh, pregnancy <laughs> announcement here, no, I'm kidding. Like, we have another one back-to-back. No. Speaking of back to back, you had Max and Gummy back to back. Was that was that planned, or it was wasn't. that just like 
no. how it was. I had Max planned. So okay. Matt, Ulises and I had already kind of talked about us taking that next step because we did start dating really young. So I definitely feel like we got to experience a lot of, new. yeah, we got to experience a lot of like, you know, we got married, like we traveled, we um, did a lot of like the partying phase. Like I know a lot of people now, like they're like, oh, you don't drink, but back then like I went through like my you whole party did stage yeah I went through my party stage really early on and when we decided to settle down to have kids it Max was definitely planned and then mm. from there I was Max was four months so basically what Mateo is right now and I was already pregnant with Camila girl I'm gonna knock on I know right I'm like knock <laughs> on I know oh I was uh, yeah she was not planned but she's been my biggest all my babies have been yeah. like my biggest blessing I could tell because when we were at dinner the other day you were just talking about them with so much love and like I feel like you were destined to be a mom like no, without I even knowing too much but you just I see the joy in your face or like on your stories and you know when you were telling me about Max's situation about school and mm -hmm. all that and they just I feel like they run your world like would you expect your life any different without them though no i honestly don't even remember what life was without them like sometimes I, I look back and i'm like do i miss like that life and stuff but i don't like no. because i feel like i lived it and that was like that moment and like now it this moment's with them you know and yes they do run my world like i always say like i've accomplished a lot of things in my life and i but feel blessed for everything but being a mom is like something that i feel so blessed oh, and my babies that. are everything and if i could have like 20 of them i would <laughs> really <laughs> i love being a mom Ulises. i know he's like girl <laughs> no he's like right now no um so is that why you stopped drinking though no oh, i stopped drinking you know funny story um when we went to the party that you guys invited me to it was your guys's christmas no new uh, year's oh party. yes uh-huh so that new year's party i actually got my gallbladder removed five days oh. before Oh yeah, and then the I was drinking. Bad, girl, girl yes. I was over there drinking with you guys. Like, <laughs> that's the reason the why I can't drink. I'm sorry, <laughs> it wasn't no, me. I remember even my brother texting me. He's like, "What are you doing? No. Like, why are you drinking? You just got your gallbladder removed." And I googled it. I was like, "When can you start drinking?" It said 24 hours. So I was like, "I'm good." <laughs> She's like, "Google said so." <laughs> I know. I was like, "I'm good," but no. Since then, I started kind of like slowly like drinking like mm -hmm. here and there but ever since i got my gallbladder removed i have not been able to drink the same wow so it just wasn't worth it for me anymore no it isn't and you're like, having your gallbladder removed like were you in serious pain like you had stones and no, stuff no i did and it was excruciating apparently it's really common after you have babies wow. so when i had camila i was having like the worst 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 pain oh. and i was like i can't like i can't do it and then after like i was still having pain when i would drink and i'm like it's not worth the alcohol is not worth the it's pain not. that I'm experiencing. It's you know? not. Even if um, you have a little bit, does it affect you? Yeah. What? I had a glass of wine and I almost ended up in the ER. Because mm -hmm. I had the worst pain. It was so bad. Even with spicy food? You don't eat spicy food. Um, No, but like hot Cheetos, I wasn't uh. able to eat them for like two years. I just That's recently so started. Sad. Yeah. No, literally. <laughs> She's so sad. No, and like pizza because I love pizza. Uh -huh. So like the tomato, mm -hmm. I wasn't able to, to like consume. Also oh, like very acidic things like yeah. lemons and all that stuff mm -hmm. oh my god i know did you ever get postpartum ppd postpartum depression was that? i didn't no? i didn't okay. actually um thankfully because i i do suffer from anxiety right. so i feel like that's something that i always was very concerned about that i could have possibly gotten it but no i'm so thankful that i didn't but i also like to say that it's 
because I'm very thankful for like the support that I have at home right. um I have a lot of help like I have a lot of help and you know Lisa's is very hands-on like all of my sisters have always like taken time off to like come be with me and like really just give me that time to like heal and like sleep when I need to right. and take care of myself and it's I feel like it takes a village no it does that's your village it does and I would not be anywhere here if I wasn't Aww. for them honestly because so obviously comes the mommy hate right yeah do you, do you get that a lot? I've seen co I've seen some comments, yeah. but like obviously you're the creator, you are you your Instagram, whatever. I feel like we always feel like it's worse because yeah. it's us consuming like every single comment. Right. Um, lately, I will admit it hasn't been like a lot as of mom much. hate, but it, it's also because I haven't been posting my kids as often as I used to. So you've kept it limited for that reason. Yeah, and I feel like in the beginning I used to post everything for Max, like every milestone, like you know him walking for the first time and his first meal, his like little chinky eyes, like everything, <laughs> like everything, like my audience definitely saw Max grow up, right. you know. And but you learned. I, I did, and I just feel like I didn't want my children to be a part of that, yeah. you know. Like I, it's one thing for somebody to like say something about me, but when it comes to my kids, they're so of course, you know, they're so innocent, like they have nothing to do with anything. So it's like I rather just not even put myself or them in that situation. I've been posting them a little bit more lately and it's been better. Yeah. Um, but I'm very just careful too about how much I'm like exposing yeah. them to the internet and because stuff. Because they're kids too. Yeah, they're like, little. And it's like everybody, I just, it's just opinions. Like it's so unnecessary and it's like you're going to raise them how exactly you want to raise right. them. But you know what? In the beginning, it was harder because it was so new to me. And I feel like it was such a time where I did feel like I was doing everything wrong as any first mom would. Um, and I did feel like, maybe a lot of those things that they were saying, I started to really believe them, mm -hmm. you know, because I was like, okay, if they're talking about this, maybe I am doing it wrong. And I, I started second guessing myself as a mom, but now I'm three kids down, you know, I'm like, I we know, got this mom thing girl. down. So even if somebody does say something, say something now, I'm like, okay, at this point, I already know yeah, you already who know I am and what like I do and that I'm a good, a good mom. mom. So. You, as long as you feel good, right. you feel good. Right. Did you get worried about having Mateo? Like when you found out? I was so, so scared when I found out yeah. about having Mateo. And it it was just the anxiety part. Right. Yeah. Because you have, like, businesses, and then you have Ulises, like, in the house, and you just moved and all that stuff. Like, yeah. was that – he wasn't planned, obviously. He wasn't planned also. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I was like, how are they not planned? But I'm over there, like, <laughs> planning them up. I feel like most of the time they're not planned. And they're like, not. they come at the perfect time. So, like, at no, some point, Mateo's going to be like uh, – Mateo was meant to be in this world, for sure. He's – but then they're so good. Like, that's why I feel like it doesn't help either that, like, my family, they're like, you need to have more babies because they're and that they come out so cute. Good kids, right? <laughs> like, I'm like, how about another I'm one? I'm like, why is she's he like, so adorable? I don't have my boy and my girl. What more do you guys want? I tell Lisa's, I'm like, look at his face. He's so cute. <laughs> like, imagine. <laughs> Lisa's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he loves being a dad too. I He's a great that. father. Um, but no, they were not planned. And it is a lot on my plate mm -hmm. for sure, on all of our plates. But um, he... It's so good. Like, he's such a good kid. He's sleeping through the night already. So I feel like that's also been so helpful for me because I don't feel like I'm super overwhelmed either, you know? Do you feel like he's different from the other two already? He's just a baby. Obviously. It's hard to tell. He's still like a little potato, so he's not really doing anything. <laughs> he's just like chilling. Staring at the yeah, he's just like, <laughs> but he does have his own little personality Aww. for sure. He's a little grumpy pants too. Yeah. I'm like, who is he getting this from? <laughs> oh my God. Okay, well, we're going to go on a quick break and then we'll come back and start talking I want to talk about the anxiety part because you mentioned it. Mm -hmm. And obviously, Evetixo, Evetixo, EXO Cosmetics and your YouTube and all that stuff. 
Perfect. So we'll be right back. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en, en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, welcome back, you guys. So I want to get into so everybody's, not our favorite topic, but people like hearing it from us because it obviously brings some type of healing and every almost a lot of people start struggling with anxiety now. Anxiety, depression, and maybe, I don't know. I want people to, to be able to hear your story because I feel like you haven't really talked about it as much. I've seen like your YouTube videos and certain things like you've mentioned it and things that you've experienced, but like in debt, like when do you think you first developed it or like your first kind of episode, like when you first started really feeling anxiety? Um, I've been dealing with anxiety for almost 10 years now. So 2013 was the very first time that I experienced like a full blown panic attack. Like, and I went straight from like anxiety to panic disorder. So like I was just having a lot of like reoccurring panic attacks. The anxiety, I feel like that's just natural. Like we all are naturally anxious right. people. You know, that's something that we deal with a on a daily basis. Um, but the panic disorders were the ones that really like started affecting. Like every little thing kind of just triggered you. Yeah. And it was so weird because it was hard to understand where the anxiety was coming from because I, I couldn't find the triggers they were just happening yeah. you know they were just like I would be fine I would have yeah. the best day ever and then it was like panic attack yep. you know like, so I don't know what happened yeah and I mean I know you you know yes. you suffer from that and I feel like nobody understands how they feel until you've experienced exactly. it and I wouldn't wish them upon my worst enemy no, like it's literally the worst feeling I even get chills talking no, about literally. it right now like I just feel like it, it's just this 
thing that comes over you like a cloud, like, mm-hmm. and you don't know how to explain it to anybody. It's like a, you feel like a sudden do like doom, like you're like you're dying. Like I don't know. It's really hard to yeah. explain. Like I feel like te sientes very desesperada. Yes, you know. You, you want to find an answer and you can't. And it's like yes. the end, and something's pulling you over. Literally. Here. And I feel like I only finally got the answers until I started therapy. Mm. Have you ever been like in a therapy session and then like they tell you 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 start explaining to something them something and you're like oh that's why oh, that, yes and you answer your own yes. questions and i'm uh-huh. like i'm stupid as fuck yeah. like why am i paying you if i'm answering my own literally questions? i'm like maybe i shouldn't be here <laughs> thank you for your service um no literally yeah i feel like after therapy um i feel like i definitely started to learn how to manage it a little bit better because it's never gonna gonna go away that's That's like something that my therapist did tell me it's like we have to find a solution on how to help you deal with it instead of you trying to make it go away because it's never gonna go away of course has it been hard as a mom though do you feel like it happened more after social media too though honestly i don't know because in 2013 i wasn't really like doing social media Mm -hmm. as much and the panic did start, you know, around that time. Mm-hmm. But social media has made it worse these past, like, two years, mm-hmm. two, three years or so. Do you feel like more because of the pandemic, too, though? Yeah, I just feel like a lot of people have a lot of time in their day now. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, just, like there's more time for something. Social media changed a lot. Yeah. A lot. And I definitely do miss, like, the old because I feel like. I don't want it to come off the wrong way because I'm so thankful and grateful course, for where course. I'm at right now. But before social media was like an outlet for me, mm-hmm. like where I would feel like it was helping. Mm-hmm. And then it slowly transitioned to being like the trigger. Yeah. You know, so and heavy, mm-hmm. like just like I don't want to say a drag because it's not a drag. This is obviously a blessing, mm-hmm. but it is just like, damn, like a lot of extra work for people to just come and judge you. for every right. little thing. And I mean, and you've been doing this since you were you yeah, know, girl, young. I know, so I feel you. Yes. Like, since the reality show, like, we've I've always been, like, insecure or, like, everybody's opinions, and then I got social anxiety. Right. And that's that's something I wanted to talk about because I think that, I, I don't know if that's the worst, but I'm just going to put it up there. Like, social media, I mean, s- social anxiety is, like, a, it's a bitch. Right. Like, at events and stuff like that. I'm going to be honest with you. I used to think that you didn't like me. Oh my God, stop. I swear, <laughs> but I but that I knew that was an internal problem for me. No, like I knew, no, I'm not saying like no, you no, no, did but anything. I'm, but and it's funny, it's funny that you say that because now I get it. Right. And I say, and I say that because I'm so guarded. Exactly. Like I come off so guarded. And so am I. So in my head, I'm like, okay, maybe she's just like me where it's like guards. and Yeah. Like, you know this this and that and i have a resting bitch phase yeah i'm like i kind of get it i'm like maybe she has the same thing like social anxiety like i hate going to events sometimes but i know i have to and i know that if i go to them i'll get through the anxiety right and it's just uncomfortable is it the same for you though No, it is for sure and i'm actually glad that you brought that up because it recently was something that was not brought up to my attention but i started to pick up on it because i feel like once you do you get to know me? I open up very fast. Are, yes. Like I open up quick yes. and I'm just like, oh my God, like we start talking and I start sharing my whole life with And I feel everybody. like that's a misconception about you. Yeah. And I, and I definitely do try to like give everybody everything the way that I would treat like a family uh-huh. member, you know, like mm-hmm. that's how I talk to everybody. But in the early stages of like meeting new people, I did not know how guarded I was because I used to always get the, oh my God, I thought you were like a beer. Oh my God, I thought you didn't like me or right. I thought that you were this. And then me in my head, I feel like I'm walking around with like yeah. rainbows and butterflies yeah. and everybody's like that I would be super approachable. Mm-hmm. But 
I was actually editing a video not too long ago and I was at an event and I put my camera from afar. And the reason why I say that is because I think it's funny that I just noticed this about myself, but I put the camera really far and I was recording myself, like engaging with like some of like the influencers that were there. And like, I was just doing like some basic stuff, like swatching some Mm -hmm, makeup mm -hmm. and like talking. I looked at myself and I was like, oh my God. Like I did not look like I was a very approachable person. Mm -hmm. Like I looked so guarded and I say guarded because I didn't look like, oh, she looks stuck up. I looked like I was just very concerned, Mm -hmm. like looking around like. But I feel like it's not just you though. Yeah. I feel like everybody has that same vibe. Like they don't, like that awkwardness Mm -hmm. on like, they don't know how to approach people at events. Right. Like I follow you, I know you, but how can I talk to you? Right, and it's also harder too when you have people who have been friends for a long time and then there's like groups. The groups, that's what kills me. Yeah, so it's like, how do I like insert myself in there? You know? I'm just yeah. gonna put myself yeah. here. I couldn't bring a plus one, no, and that's the worst. Because <laughs> lately, you can't bring a plus one. It's so I'm frustrating. Like, bring a friend, <laughs> and I'm, but that's what I'm saying. Like, and these are the type of events that we kind of have to go to. Yeah, and you know, it's part of the job, and right. it's a blessing. Obviously, like we get to go, and like it's it's fun, and everybody's there. But it's also just like, damn. Like, at least for me, yeah. I've avoided so many, and I'm just like. I just can't. I, that's why I'm like, okay, what kind of event is this gonna be? Right. It's gonna be. I'll be messaging my. I can't okay. message my friends. I'm like, are you going to this event? Because then, what if they're not invited? Right. And I'm like, like fuck, whatever. Yeah. My question's always like, can I bring someone? You know, can I bring <laughs> no. someone with me? Or like, you know, it's a it's a little comfort. bit. Yeah, it's a, at least a little bit of comfort because it is very intimidating. Is. You know, and like it sometimes is. I'm like, damn, at my grown age, like I'm still being here intimidated by these things. But mm. it's hard. It is very hard. How has Ulises like helped you though? Like, how does he? How did he? How does he react to your anxiety? Well, he's so like nonchalant about everything that I feel like I needed somebody like that in my life because uh, he's just so like chill. calm and collected mm-hmm. that whenever I'm panicking, his is, he's always just like, relax, babe, you know, like you're fine, you know? And I'm just like, oh my God, oh my God. Like, like my whole drive here, I'm like, oh my God, I'm having anxiety. You know, like I'm just always like in constant like adrenaline, panic, yeah. panic like overthinking. I'm the most like overthinker of life like and I feel like now as I've gotten older I've had to just learn that we're all going through our own stuff you know like we're all in our own head and it's nice to like know that you like you know you're there and it doesn't seem like you're having like anxiety or that you're but you know yeah you're over there like feeling the exact same (laughs) way and I'm like why is she not talking to me or why am I talking to her (laughs) and we're both just like panicking and we don't realize that it's not a it's definitely an internal thing, you know, it's not even anything to do with anybody else. It's just maybe the way that we're coming off or we're being, we're not being the most approachable in that Mm -hmm. sense, you know, but it's been good. Like, I feel like I've also been trying to put myself out there a little bit more. I've been definitely going to a little bit more. Because you've stayed in your lane for a long time. Yeah, I have. Like, not, like, in the mix too much. And Mm -hmm. I've, obviously, I've known that. I'm like, and I don't get myself into, like, everything, but I've just, like, I noticed that, She's in her her lane, and maybe she has her own reasons, right. and, you know, like, and I feel like that's a lot of, like, a, another misconception or a judgment, at least for me, like, mm-hmm. what people think about me, if I'm not hanging out with certain, like, influencers, and I have my, my group of friends, like, I just don't make friends, or, like, right. I'm hated, or whatever. Right. Like, it's like, no, like, I just... Mind my business, everybody do their own thing. Right. And and I think that's definitely something that a lot of people, I think people just like to start Starship. drama. Yeah. They want to like of find course. something to watch or talk about. But as somebody like myself, like taking this back to when I was just really young, like my family has been everything to me from the start. Like I feel like they're the only people There's that I feel like. No more than yeah. That. And they're always going to be my safe place no matter what. So 
if as even if this sounds bad you know but if I have an event or if I have like my nephew's birthday party like I'm always yeah. gonna pick being with my family over anything oh I get it you know there just happened to me too yeah where like my my sister's when this is gonna come out my sister just got married again oh. well she's having her viral renewal and I had an event for the podcast okay they're like oh go like this would be great like you know it would be great for the podcast and I'm like I can't mm-hmm. like I have to be at my sister's like right. wedding like it's like she went through her a lot of shit through her marriage right. so i'm just like that's more important I have to, to be me because this is gonna last me longer than what i'm doing over yeah, here yeah I've, I've always had the mentality of like my family is going to love me like rich or poor or happy or not happy like healthy or not healthy like they're always going to be like my number one you know supporters and i'm always going to stick with like my group and that's just how it is and that has nothing to do because when i am at events like i mean you've been there yeah. like i we talk we socialize mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i feel like people are just waiting for like those pictures like how come you didn't post a picture with that person or how come you didn't say hi to that person i'm like we it's were just talking but exactly we we're just chilling like and there's like becomes this i'm like no i'll be mm-hmm. texting and then if anything like I'll, if if someone ever said anything i'm like did you see what this person said yeah. about us like whatever it's like there's no reason mm-hmm. and at the end of the day, again, they just want the attention. Right. And for, like, that reply or that comment and just, like, oh. Yeah, but it's, it's a blessing it's and a curse. This it is. is a blessing and it a is, curse. but it's good. And that's the good thing, too, that we do have such a good supportive um, yes. circle. Because also, for too, sure. whenever I do have bad days on social media, I like that, you know, my friends aren't on social media and that I could yes. just turn off my phone and ignore that life. You know, it's like it's not real. You know, like to me, like sometimes that's a lot not of that last forever. It's either. not especially like that comment or like that, you mm-hmm. know, scenario that somebody might have. Like it's not going to last very long. But that time that I'm spending with my family to just be there, like that's what's important. And things that they don't ever see. Yeah. So it's just like there's a lot of silent battles that people don't see that happen internally. And it's just like there are moments of growth mm-hmm. that people won't see but as long as you feel good as a person yeah for sure what's a piece of advice that you can give to someone battling in the same position as you or with anxiety um to just know that they're not alone Mm -hmm. you know and it does get better I feel like a lot of the times me I'm in my head of thinking that I'm the only person going through this and I'm not you know there's so many people out there that are going through similar situations and you're not alone and also to just be kind to yourself because I feel like I am so hard on myself always constantly like judging every single thing that I do and again social media doesn't help either because then they're adding on top of that judgment but just being really kind to yourself and if you need to take a break take it you know don't feel don't feel so pressured pressure to like do that especially like even moms and you know single moms and just all moms like that's the hardest job to do like nobody can tell me otherwise you know like being a mom is just so 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 um hard and tedious and you have to be so emotionally and mentally present for your children Mm -hmm. because they feel everything you know and if I'm not okay my babies are not okay so like I always have to make sure that I prioritize myself like my mental health myself because I have to be 100% for them at the end of the day energy Mm -hmm. and all that stuff yes I love that yes I love that (laughs) okay we're gonna go on a quick break and then we'll come back and talk about YouTube and your cosmetics and all that stuff Perfect. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada 
para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, you guys, welcome back. So you run a couple businesses, right? Yes, a few. You have, but your main one is EXO. Yeah, well, besides like Evet XO as far as social yeah, media yeah, does, yeah. but yeah, EXO Cosmetics, and then we have Active Faith, yes, and then I have like my merch line, which I love, by the way. We have the you guys get. We have to send you some stuff. Uh, yes. We just launched a bunch of stuff. Oh my god, I saw the cargos. I yes. saw like oh the, the, the knit sweaters. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's cozy yes. season. Let's get into it. No, but I love it. Um, do you feel like also because you're like an OG YouTube girly, everything has changed and you've kind of had to adjust to what people want and use now like like that adjustment how was it has it been hard because you kind of like how you mentioned before like you miss like obviously older crowds and like the old youtube days but as far as like your content and stuff has it been hard to adjust or do you feel like it's been pretty um i think i kind of just try to go with the flow with like what's trending you know and like what is happening i feel like a lot of us just kind of go with that flow um, but it has been an adjustment because I feel like I like to stick with like what I'm used to and what I'm you comfortable. Know. And then people are like, Hey, like, are you, could you, are you, I am, Yeah. you know? So it's like, I just love to stick with what I know and like a routine for like myself. And it has been quite an adjustment, especially with so many social media platforms now. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. So many social it media used platforms. To be just YouTube. That's it. That's it. And now it's like TikTok and Snapchat and reels and shorts and, you, and like, it's so hard. And then they all require, like everybody says, recycle your content but it doesn't perform the same no if you're recycling your content it does it not doesn't perform yes if you post like from tiktok to instagram it won't do the Mm-mm. same it's like okay like, so do i just stick to tiktok or like what's gonna be best yeah like even with my uh instagram i feel like a lot of the very just like music 
mm-hmm. reels like those do the really little good tedious things. but if i post those on tiktok mm-hmm. they're like boring so i you know so exactly. it's like i have to talk i have to like grab their attention right away like oh my god guys let me show you guys my outfit right so it's a little bit different so that's been hard because with our brands we do have to be also consistent with those platforms yes. so i'm consistent you know with EvetXO, and then i have my team that's like trying to get all those trends with EXO Cosmetics. And then, you know, I have Elisa is panicking with me over here because he's like, act of faith, act of faith, you know? <laughs> and I'm like trying to like navigate all of the businesses. And it's like, it's so hard because there's so many platforms. How did you start them though? How, so like your, what was the first one? It was Yvette XO? Well, like my merch. Yeah, yeah I've been doing merch, my merch right. for years. Like almost You had the Estados, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, Econ. yes. The Estados. And those, honestly, like I'm so grateful for them because they have been with me since seven years now yeah. and they're still doing they're so, still good. so good like i just changed up the design and like the style and they oh my god like those for sure are like my best like i love love that. i love i love love designing yeah. those and then the next one was exo cosmetics so with exo cosmetics it's funny because i started exo cosmetics maybe like three or four months before the pandemic hit right and I remember like me being super excited. We were moving to LA and I was like, okay, like I'm going to be able to be more hands-on with like my my manufacturer. I'm going to be able to like speed up the process Mm -hmm. and like really get like these things going. And with with cosmetics, like you will invest and then you won't see anything for about two years Yes, because it's so, so so long. long. Yes, even with the clothing too. Uh Um, So with EXO Cosmetics, it was so long for me to be able to like see anything coming back. And I remember the pandemic hitting and me being like, oh my God, what am I gonna do everybody was like we're gonna go through you know the worst like hit ever hit of, financial, yeah, like financial like it's gonna be so bad and I'm like and here I am trying to start a cosmetic line like <laughs> how the hell am I gonna do this right. you know but I didn't give up I was like I'm gonna just take this time to just really focus on my brand and it's cute because Elisa's has pictures of like me at like 3 a.m in the morning like oh, putting my boxes together and the simplest thing like an eyelash box right. you know me literally cutting everything because I was my own like designer mm-hmm. my own everything at the you time. had the initial vision yeah so like i would grab scissors and then like my manufacturers like they didn't understand my vision so i would i couldn't do it on a design i'm like let me just show you so like i would like glue things together and like put them together like my little duo box the one that has like the lashes uh with the glue that Uh one like i remember like me putting it i'm like this one's gonna be iconic (laughs) like i was just so excited about like the simplest things and now that i'm a brand owner like i pay attention to those details you know people are like throwing the box away and i'm like "Ah, i designed that i know you know I, i always get i feel so bad like when they do like i know brands like it's a payment yeah. it's so like i'm like they're gonna throw it away anyways yes. and i feel so bad Literally. about it and then and how much it took to just make that one yes. box <laughs> <You're> like, literally <laughs> are you happy now that you get to see the f- like the fruits of like your labor basically like yeah, no, everything it's, that's it's been out? amazing like i remember just starting the brand in general and me putting all of my savings jenica like Love all of my it. savings into it's this scary. brand and I just remember, like, if this fails, like, like what the fuck? What am I, I gonna do? do? Because I put <laughs> literally, I'm like, I put everything into this brand, and I just remember like me having conversations with my manager and like me saying like I don't want to go like the investment route. Like I want to do everything by myself. Like I want to do everything, like me, my vision. I want to have it's full control. Yes, I wanted to like do it the right way. And I just remember like that launch day happening and me being like, Shitting oh my god, bed. is this gonna be like? what it's supposed to be and oh my god it was the best thing to ever happen to exo cosmetics like we sold out we had thousands of orders and i just felt so blessed mateo definitely made it like a little slow for me this past year because i was pregnant right but coming 2024 
uh, we have so many things You're like, lined up. You already have back to back drops, that. like that's everything good. that's been working. That's been in the works for the past two years. You know what? And it works better because you're so hands on mm -hmm. about it. Like, and I feel like I always say this: if someone's not putting their heart into it, I don't think it's gonna do as good. Yeah. And you could tell that you're very passionate about do, that, yeah. and like, you know, obviously, act of faith and mm -hmm. your merch line. Like, how do you balance that? Because you got CEO, you're a wife, you got the kids, you gotta take care of yourself. Therapy girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm stressed. <laughs> no, honestly, because we do have a lot of help. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of help behind. Like, even just with for the businesses, we have like our teams who are very supportive and everything. And um, Ulises is a little bit more hands on with Active Faith. Right. I kind of just go in there with like approvals. I mm -hmm. guess I like that. Put my feminine touch to it of because course. I do want to still target like a the lot of my audience. Everything. Yes, everything, mm -hmm. and it does make the biggest difference. Yes. Um, uh, yes. um. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest difference because there's been times when he's like trying to just do something. And I'm like, babe. Just listen to me. <laughs> Please listen to me. It's going to do better if we do this, you know. But he's very passionate, too, about, like, okay. the brand. So that's, like, his baby and everything. And, you know, we're still growing her. And she's still um, – I love how you talk about her like she's a person, right? But, like, she's still growing. <laughs> no, but they're babies. Yeah, like, she's still growing. And we're so proud of her. And I just love that we've had the privilege to be able to do something together, too. That's something that was just for us. And that's something that we both also share together. Like, fashion was something that we always kind of – you know had in yeah. common we were both had that Little passion pictures, your yeah, pictures, like we had that stuff. passion for it so i was like let's just do something that we both love I and love um it's been great it's been really good and i'm super excited we do have a lot of stuff that's also going to be coming out for active faith but it's been it's also slow too because like i said we do a lot of the investing and our brand is cut and so so we don't just it takes you know, a lot more time yeah we have it. to like design everything and we've had all we've lost a lot of money too yeah. just with the brand because we've had bad you know shipments or mm -hmm. things so like the sewing is bad or they didn't do the right placement yeah for people that don't know cut and sew is like literally when it's handmade it's not yeah. literally bought from china yeah. like they're literally making it here they're like putting it together like yeah. so it's a lot more expensive and i feel like a lot of people don't understand that yes. as to why things are more expensive or why you're selling it at certain price points mm -hmm. because it's literally you're trying to give the best quality yeah. at the end of the day and that's and that's to what we really really focus on is the quality like mm -hmm. i always want to make sure that when they get their their product they're like oh my god this was worth you know no, the 70 dollars put something from china or for something else Girl, it would be the end of the world. Yeah. It would be everywhere. Evetic so yeah. da, 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 da. yeah. That'd be crazy. I cannot wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the website right now. Girl, we'll get, so we'll get you stocked up. Don't worry. Lisa, if you pack my order. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. What are the main goals for the brand? Like what do you see? How do you see EXO cosmetics in five years? In five years, oh my god! I mean, ideally, I would love to just have like a full team, just kind of running everything mm -hmm. to get to the point where, I guess, I'm not the only person in coming with like a lot of the ideas because it is just you know right. me and like my girls right now. Uh, but I do hope you know she's like in stores and just thriving and really mm -hmm. known for the quality of the product. I feel like something that I've been really struggling with is just trying to separate myself as Evetexo, the brand owner, and EXO Cosmetics. Like I want to be able to target an audience that is loving my product not just mm -hmm. because it's me right so that's been like the most challenging so i really do hope that in the f like the next few years like it does l you know get to a level of success where people are supporting not just because it's my brand right of course would you drop youtube just to focus on the brand you know i haven't really even been that consistent on youtube i feel like i've slowly um not drifted away from like social media in general like i still try to post and be as consistent as i can but Right now, my main focus is just trying to 
establish longevity mm. and I feel like that's kind of like where my focus is at right now because unfortunately I don't know you know how long social media is going to be or even how long I'm going to have the energy to still do this and do this for kids such a long time with stuff. my kids so I want to be able to invest in my brands so I can give at least my children even something to kind of like take over something where they don't feel like they have to work as hard as yeah, I did you know see for them yeah I love that. You're such a good mom. Oh, I love you. it. <laughs> What's next for you though? Like what do you what plans like aside from the brands? Like what where do you see yourself in 5 years, let's say? 5 years. I Maybe mean I, number 5. I know. No. <laughs> home with like five kids. <laughs> no, honestly just trying to just keep myself in a good place and be happy and I mean genuinely happy in the sense of mm. like not having to worry about anything besides me my family my kids traveling like I definitely want us to get to the point where like our businesses are just running themselves love and that. I could just spend time with the kids. the kids I love to travel Lisa's and I love to travel since you know we were dating so now to be able to do that with the kids I feel like that would be ideal Aww. you know I could see that. but I know that we're never going to stop working because Lisa's and I have way too much passion to never no, and it's stop like working. engraved in your head already mm -hmm. you're like naturally I'm worrying I'm to work in five time. years and I'm, I'm still gonna be working in five <laughs> <No>. years <laughs> We'll see. We're going to check back in five years, you guys. I'm going to remember this. I'm going to send her a clip. I'm like, this is what you said five years ago. You're supposed to be um, traveling right now. I know. Where did you go since then? <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much for coming yeah, here. Thank you for having me. I wanted, when I started the podcast, I really wanted to ask like harder questions. And obviously, like I said in the beginning, I want people to see p you and the guest behind the fame and social media. And because at the end of the day, we're still human dealing with real shit. Right. And everyday life and I just wanted I don't know I hope and I know that people are going to be so inspired by your story and everything that you've been through and your anxiety and I just really appreciate you coming and being vulnerable because I know you were a little anxious coming here and thank I you comfortable I would all that um is there any advice that you would want to give to someone that is accomplishing their dreams as a mom of three any advice to just start and do it. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the hardest part. It's always getting to that point of starting. And once you start, it's all just going to yeah. flow. You know, you have to just put yourself out there. Start, do it, and you're going to see how it wasn't that scary. Yeah. You know, I feel like we're all so scared of failure, and it's like, what's the worst that can happen? You know, you just yeah. keep trying. Period. You guys heard it from her first. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank, thank you, you guys me. for watching and listening to today's episode. Make sure you never miss an episode. Subscribe, like, and comment. Make sure you follow Yvette. I'm going to leave her social media tags in the description so that way you guys can go ahead and get to know more about her. Get in touch with us and let us know who you want to see on the next episode. And we'll see you guys next Tuesday. Overcomfort Podcast is a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos 
ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.